It is that time for your weekly dose of common sense. And by the way, it is August 18, 2023. That's 8 18 23. Uh, something about saying the date numbers every week really sort of tickles me. So I keep doing it. If anybody's caught on as to why, please let us know at commonsenseohioshow.com. See what I did there? That's, it's not quite a. Uh, a talk back or whatever they call that, but it's uh, it's close. I'm getting to the website, commonsenseohioshow.com, where you can come check out all the content, which includes uh, detailed, lengthy blogs. It's not so lengthy. Easily digestible blogs from Norm and Brett, as well as a backlog of all our shows. So if you're like I am, you're not quite technologically savvy and you don't know where to go look. And I think a lot of our listeners are like that. Now, my son He's a little bit different, but uh, uh, he's on it. But uh, you know, the if it's a little bit difficult for you, as it is, as it is for me, uh, you just go to the the website and you can subscribe right there. It'll take you where you need to go. Now, if you're an Apple guy or a Google guy or a Spotify, you can do you can do it all wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe, and share. So, uh, without further ado, let's get started with Common Sense Ohio Show. Norm uh, always has his stack of papers. It looks a little bit thinner. Oh, no, I see it. It's over there on the chair hiding. Uh, he's got a stack of papers. Norm came in a little bit flustered, so the huh. Honda Odyssey was running him off the road this morning, I think, on the way in. Mm. Can, I, can I start with something, though? Go right ahead. I, I, I don't mean to jump in. Cause, no, go cause ahead. you're always the hero of this. But I, I love you, I, and I love I've, everybody. I've, I don't know how to frame this thing I want to bring up. Go ahead. Man. Whether it's a PSA to the general public. Yeah. Or a money-making opportunity for the state patrol. All right. I-71 construction. I went down to Cincinnati twice. And what's going to actually be three times in two weeks by the time it's all said and done. Our son son is at UC. So back and forth, back and forth. Construction through there. 55 zone. Right. Nobody. Nobody's following it. No. Talk about a money-making opportunity for the state. And it involves lane changes, too. Yeah. Yeah, like it's widening lane changes. Nobody yeah. is going 55 through there, yeah. blowing yeah. through there. And right. first of all, I, I guess I want to frame it as a PSA. Folks, slow down. Give them a break. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason there. It, look, I, I don't trust the government on my most stuff. God. And, and some stuff is advisory to me, I admit, on these regulatory type schemes. Yeah. But I try to at least slow down uh, to within four or five miles per hour of the suggested. Limit. I can live with that. Yeah. These these guys were driving it was women, 60, 70 miles, ten miles above what yeah. what the, what they said to do. Yeah. Well, and and what they do in that construction zone because I drive that pretty frequently myself is they tell the trucks to use the left lane, so the trucks have to change from the right lane over to the left lane right. as they transition through uh, this uh, swerve where the the lane that's being uh under construction is uh they're diverting the traffic over to the left so you have to jump over to the left side of the highway and uh through the construction zone and at the same time trucks are transitioning Mm -hmm. from one lane to the other and yeah you just got to back off and let people find the right lane and let them do their uh swerve uh, to the uh, to the section of highway that they're diverting you to, it's it's a little tricky, and at nighttime it's unlit, and, <laughs> and uh, you know that adds another dyna- dynamic. So uh, read my blog, 
Slow Your Ass Down, which mm-hmm. is on our website, and it, it fits this exact yeah, situation. Just, just take your time through there. Honest you're, to God. You're, you're, you're only gaining three minutes if you Well, you know, it's interesting it. you say that because my father-in-law is a, was a former over-the-road truck driver like mm-hmm. all over the country, and he gets so incensed at bad driving, both mm-hmm. uh, uh, truck drivers Absolutely. or semis as well as uh, sure. just people. Of course. And he's like, you these, these trucks who are, who are constantly – cutting people off or trying to gain this or gain that. He always says exactly what you just said. Mm. He's like, that guy, maybe if he's lucky, put five minutes on his journey uh, or say five minutes on his journey. <clears throat> if and that. If that. And, you know, sooner or later, you the, the slowdown rather than sort of the, it's like the hair and tortoise, right? Yeah. So it's like the steady speed is going to get there almost the same without endangering 100%. other people's lives. 100%. And uh, I have right. taken that to heart. I, you know, about 10 years ago, I just decided I'm not going to speed anymore. I still do. Like every now and then everybody does. But, you know, I've, I've kept it to a moderate uh, set the cruise and watch everybody fly by. And it's like everything else in life. Once you accept that, it just is like the stress goes down, folks. You don't have to be there that soon. Right. And just because people are passing you, it's their problem, not yours. Leave, right. leave, leave right. a little early. Leave on time. Exactly. Allow yourself some wiggle room. If you want to go 160 miles an hour like I do... Do it at Mid Ohio or down at National Trails. <laughs> He's for just counting his own sake. horn because I think he had a good win this weekend. I had one win. Oh. I had one win and one blown up engine. So uh, uh, you blew an engine. Uh, race number two. Uh, yes, rapid unplanned disassembly. <laughs> that sounds like some military term. It man. does. Rapid it? unplanned yeah. disassembly. <laughs> right. Uh, so you were at Mid Ohio. It was club racing. Club racing. Won my first race. Beat a Porsche Cup. Uh, car 911, which was very, very satisfying. I bet it was. Incredibly satisfying. (laughs) Uh, You know, the little smirk on his face uh, just, you know, (laughs) faded. And what were you driving? I was driving my Boss 302 Mustang. Good for you, man. Yeah. And then then in the second race, just sailing down the back straight, boom. Boom. So, hey, apparently the oil pump on that engine you need to use an aftermarket heavy duty one and so is the engine just totally fried oh it's rebuild the whole thing it's a four cam motor so when those blow and the timing chains you know are no longer relation in relationship to the crankshaft you tag every valve that you know the pistons hit the head so all kinds so you're, of wow. you're you're just at a you're yeah. a basket case i already bought a crate motor so i'm ready to go okay. well, yeah. well thank you for the psa moment there yeah, yeah. All right. well, well, back to the hard for, news i mean right. aside yeah. from like right uh indictments flying around the country against the former president donald trump what do you got there Norman? well I'd, I'd like to dial into this uh columbus ohio franklin county case the largest wrongful death award in Ohio legal history came down this past week. I missed this. From a federal, there's a federal court here in Columbus. $787 million. So what was the, what are the facts? What the facts were back in 2018, a little 23-month-old Josiah Boone um, was using a bunk bed him and his brothers, uh, sold by Wayfair. Oh, yeah. Everybody sees these Wayfair. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. like an Amazon type thing. A little bunk bed. Uh, this bunk bed was made in Vietnam, imported to the U.S., sold by Wayfair. Uh, he became lodged between the top rung and the bed frame at the top of the bunk bed. His head could not extricate it. His little boys went and got the mother. The mother came into the bedroom, broke the ladder, 
uh, was the only way she could get her son's uh, head out of this gap where he had. Uh, I mean, I have, I got to stop you there. Yeah. Like I'm starting to sweat. I already have ang- anxious. Yeah. yeah. It's like hearing these facts makes me yeah. almost like it's, very it's, uncomfortable. It's sick. Oh, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Matt, well, uh, it turns out that the standards, uh, pa- Congress passed a uh, consumer protection law on baby cribs and bunk beds, believe it or not, back in 2009. And none of those standards, the manufacturers are supposed to certify to the seller that they meet that criteria with an actual certificate. Wayfair never obtained that certificate from this Vietnamese factory. Uh, The factory, uh, Wayfair and the importing companies settled with this family the Vietnamese manufacturer did not respond, did not appear in court. And oh, so uh, this is, this is sort of a pro it, forma. It was a two day <laughs> trial. Uh, the family was asking for half of a billion and the jury gave them three quarters of a billion. So, so I wonder if the, the, all sorts of questions floating they're, they're around never going to collect legal mind. This they're, is an uncollectible problem uncollectible. because obviously they would have appeared and, and, right. and, uh, if they had to, mm. uh, so they're, they're probably not collectible. I'm glad that Wayfair and whoever the seller was, um, they've settled, settled. Yep. So st- products liability works that way. You can go right up the chain all the way to the manufacturer. So you start at the store, then you go to the supplier, then you go to the manufacturer and, you know, uh, products liability is a very, very, um, intricate area of injury law and it's uh i I hesitate to call it a specialty but it is you know injury injury lawyers do a lot of that kind of stuff so you know i i happen to know some products liability lawyers so i will just send the obligatory shout out if you have a products liability case you can reach me at uh, palmer legal defense or you know uh, just check us out here at uh, commonsenseohiashow.com shoot me a note and i can get your referral but uh good i'm glad i you know you hate to hear this and i believe in the market of lawsuits as much as, as much as, uh, uh, those darn trial lawyers, you know, the old, the old Bush would say that, but you know, there, there is a way that it's helpful because what happens is now there, whoever at Wayfair is not going to make this mistake again. And you hate to say, I'm not suggesting for a second that that's a fair trade for the life of a child. It is not. But it is at least a, a way to be somewhat reassured that it won't take the life of another child. And, you know, the, the, the lawsuits making people pay uh, for mistakes is a way that gets that done. And in, in the corporate world, there's something called law and economics. And anybody who hears like the old stories of a car manufacturer not fixing something because it would have cost more to fix it than pay the lawsuits. That's what I'm talking about. And sure. uh, these verdicts send messages to those kind of companies who are using that kind of analysis uh, not to pay out. Right. And, uh, is that order. part of the formula? Yeah. In regards to how I, much? Look, it's yeah. it just... it. I, um, you hate to see at its rudimentary level. If you're looking at the balance sheet of a big company and you say, look, our potential legal exposure is going to be X. It'll cost us X plus, you know, 50 or a hundred to, uh, change this or recall all our products or make this go away or make it go away, whatever yeah. it is, we're going to just, you know, they'll choose that. And so you have to increase X. You have to increase the first number to get their attention now. Mm. And the market does that. Now, the federal government, or there's laws on strict liability uh, and products liability and how that works. I, I, I don't know the nuances of it, and I'm sure I probably don't like it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, no. and, and it, because I don't like many, I don't like most laws that the government or Congress will pass that interferes with the free market of the legal system. So anyway, that's my mm-hmm. two cents 
for common sense on lawsuits. The thing I learned in researching this story is Ohio, um, at least as of 2017, it's been a few years, but Ohio was the second state um, in the country to offer free cardboard cribs uh, to, uh, you know, impoverished families or families that, uh, you know, are on tight budget. So if you, you know, the idea is to avoid SIDS um, where babies, you know, die from mysterious, you know, reasons being positioned, um, you know, against pillows or uh, other kinds of things and, and the spokes in the cribs where they get their heads stuck and whatever. So um, that is a, a benefit of being a citizen of Ohio. You can go to your county department of health or contact your city department of health and uh, obtain that if you're in that kind of a financial situation. It's good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, one of the practical things that government can do, right? Cardboard box, <laughs> for God's sakes, you know. Uh, there was an interesting um, kind of, you know, I love these little Twitter uh, dust-ups. So um, a, a former Republican staffer um, from Ohio, a lady, this is in the paper, so I'm not, I'm not repeating anything that's private, um, but she posted on X or Twitter uh, the following statement. Uh, her name's Lizzie Marbach, uh, GOP operative. And she, she was talking about her religious beliefs. And here's the direct quote. There's no hope for any of us outside of having faith in Jesus Christ alone, close quote. And two, you know, again, you know, come on. I, you know, this sounds like I'm picking on Jewish people, but I can't help the fact that the facts are that two Jewish um, uh, politicians, one a congressman, a Republican, Max Miller, and the other a state representative here in Ohio, Casey Weinstein, um, jumped on this. <laughs> I mean, they decided to have a little war with this lady. And Max Miller, the congressman from here in Ohio, said, quote, this is a direct quote, one of the most bigoted tweets I've ever seen, delete it, Religious freedom in the United States applies to every religion. You have gone too far, close quote. And then Marbach came back and she said, I'm, I'm quoting the words of Jesus Christ himself. And the quote out of the Bible is, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then Miller, having been presented with the New Testament, Miller then said, hey, I'm sorry, I... I you're right and I'm wrong. And he, and he took the hit and he, and he, he apologized. And, and then his democratic colleague just deleted his entire, (laughs) the entire, his whole participation in the Twitter war. So I just, I just, you know, um, every, I think every, I think we can all agree. Every religion thinks it is the true faith, right? Why would we not follow it if we didn't think that? And so she, she was simply, saying, I guess, you know, uh, t- expressing her Christian faith, and somebody just went nuts on Apparently it. Apparently a couple of representatives <laughs> in our, had a few minutes to blow yeah, and decided, well, let's just kick up the little storm here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I didn't detect any hate by anybody right. in that thread, but, but just certain amount of intolerance. And I, again, yeah. uh, not not to be, anti, anti, you know, anti-Semitic or anything like that. It just, it happened to be 
two Jewish guys. It, it could have been two other Christians. It could have been mm-hmm. two other Muslims. It could have been two atheists. You know, oh, for yeah, sure, for sure. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus was pretty adamant that, like, if you want to get to heaven, yeah, you you, you yeah. got to believe you got to believe in me, or you're not getting there. Yeah, you know. So I could see where that would offend somebody from another religion. But maybe their religion has things. I'm sure it does. I'm sure. You right. Know. I mean, right. look, yeah. if they don't believe it, it means they believe something else. That's right. <laughs> right. That's so, right. And, and and so if ac- I'm offended, if they, if I offend them by not believing their religion, then, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a little bit of hypocrisy. And, and X is not the forum to yeah. be discussing Well, this. especially if you're an elected official. Right. I mean, it's like, calm down, dude. Oh, my God. Pick, find another hill to die on, honestly. B- bingo. You know? Oh my god! And I'm not talking just, about you know, uh, uh, you know the hill of uh, what, what cavalry. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Or cavalry. Just oh my gosh! Not oh the cavalry. Gosh. Those are guys on cavalry, horses. Man. Very slow. Very slow day for them. Very slow day for them. Well, man. there yeah. there has been um, mm. some other mm. uh, you know uh, things affecting or uh, involving Ohio here. Um, I mean, I, I think, isn't it incredible, guys, this uh, local businessman that went to high school, I mean, he's Hindu, went to a Catholic high school, my high school, St. X High School in Cincinnati, Vivek Ramaswamy, he is now at 11%. He is three times higher than Mike Pence in the polls running for president. I had not seen the polls recently. Yeah. He's, he's only 39 years old. Wow. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it's, so he went from zero. Mm-hmm. To, to 11%. So he is third. He's behind DeSantis. He's third in the polls. You know for what the would catapult him? Go ahead, man. An interview right here <laughs> at Common Sense Ohio. I, that I would really, so. it I mean, would help With you. our millions of listeners spanning the globe with a constant variety of common sense. <clears throat> Amazing 10 minutes, what 10 minutes would do. Yeah. So he was in Iowa. 10 turns into a half an hour. He won't know <laughs> right. when to stop. Yeah, it's like a, it's like we a break. We won't either. Yeah, exactly. He was in yeah. he was in Iowa and he was doing uh the, the county fair stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he he decided to do Eminem's uh rap, you know, whoops, there goes gravity, you know. I mean, he did, you know. So, you know, which he being a frat boy, which he was. Uh, being, you know, like he, they know all the words to sure, like my sure. son's they, you know. They can do an Eminem, you know, rap yeah. concert. You know, well, he, he's, he certainly is going to have an attraction for younger people. And he's at fairly, 39 years old. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That the younger generation is going to see, okay, right. we have a voice. Right. We don't have these two old men. Well, look, and he's got an ethnic name and, and a different look. So it should check those boxes for the other side. I think, but that only counts with the ideology. You have to, you have to, you have, right. to, you have to buy into the ideology for that to count. But, you yeah. know, to the extent that anybody cares about that, I do not. Um, you know, it's, uh, right. You can at least say it's not an old white guy. Exactly. Well, in fact, in fact, exactly. the, the Republicans, yes. the Republican field with, uh, you know, N- Nikki Haley, sure. and Tim Scott it, it, and, and Vivek, it, it is remarkably diverse. Yeah. And, and again, I could care less. I, I don't care no, what but isn't color it, your skin is or what the, how your last name I, sounds. But it kind of shows you. I was looking at the age, honestly. It, it kind of like, shows you. It's a you young the, guy or a young person. It again, yeah. it's, it, it points out the hypocrisy. That's right. That you run into because Damn. it only matters if you're, if you uh, ally or if you have a certain identity, if you ally with their ideology. And uh, right. that's the, otherwise you get, you get just absolutely. And not only that, I think you get skewered worse. Yeah. If, if you have, 
an identity, but you don't buy into the ideology, then you get really, really hammered. Well, mm-hmm. the Republican Party has been remarkably diverse for a long time now. We had Carly Fiorina running. We had uh, Herman Cain. I mean, uh, we, we had uh, Ben Carson. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, incredible <laughs> diversity on the Republican side for uh, national office. Well, ben so. Carson, he's a racist. Just, to, just to look <laughs> oh, yeah. like Larry Elder, <laughs> like Larry and Elder, Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell. Yeah, they're they're right. they're, they're, they're right. uh, Uncle Toms and all that. And I, by the way, I do recommend Uncle Tom and Uncle Tom Two, uh, the movies by Larry Elder. You need to go on Netflix or wherever you whatever platform and see those two movies. It's devastating what black folks go through if they decide to adhere to a conservative philosophy, how they are destroyed. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, those movies are incredibly moving and uh, inspiring. Uh, You talk about brave, courageous, you know, people that, uh, I mean, look, I mean, it's heroic. Almost all the people who have attained that level of um, success or notoriety, they get skewered like this. Oh, so, you know, Clarence uh, Thomas, not not the least of them. Oh, you know, it's like they get yeah. skewered. And and remember who presided over that was Joe Biden. With Joe Biden. Right. That 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 uh, uh, those uh, confirmation hearings with uh, Clarence Thomas were a travesty, and the American people should have recalled that when they voted for Biden. He 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 was incredibly unfair during that entire process and, and, and condescending condescending and, right. and just smug and, Oh, I'm just asking, I'm just asking. Uh, yeah, like, listen, right. listen to him question. Thomas Sowell. There's a video of that. And it's just like, he is so, so disingenuous. Been that um, way forever. Yeah. It's just awful. Uh, another thing, um, that I think we should talk <clears> about, <throat> um, the ex checker, our expert on, uh, chemical spills is not here with us, but we well recall that uh, episode where we had him here for an hour. And J.D. Vance, um, uh, to Jay's point, uh, Jay is our expert, J.D. Vance this past week came out and said, you know, hey, I, he went back to East Palestine. He's been there several times. And he said, hey, nothing's getting done. There are millions of tons of this polluted soil that, you know, Jay told us about was, was going to be there as a legacy basically forever until it's either incinerated or somehow treated and it has to be removed and trucked to Texas or someplace where they, where they can incinerate the, uh, the chemicals out of that. And, um, and JD saying, you know, the FEMA and EPA and the white house promised to come out. Now that, you know, Biden's never been there and, um, Hey, it's he, he he's he's raising holy hell. So go JD. I think I think those people deserve answers. I can you imagine owning a hotel in East Palestine? I mean, I, I mean, who look, the hell's going to go? Who's going to go oh, there? Yeah. And if if the president won't even go there, then who the hell else would go yeah, there? I mean, right. it's like, but but beyond, I mean, that's sort of tongue in cheek. But look at it this way: it, it's it's so it, it's such a cliche that that became the national news story of the day. And now it's just brushed brushed aside under the rug, and nobody care or nobody even gives it a second thought. And I, and there's that going on everywhere, right? There's always the next disaster, mm-hmm. the next big right. news story, the next whatever. Right. But you know, mm-hmm. for those who live in East Palestine, Ohio, uh, trying to put their lives back together and think, I wonder if it's safe to raise my family here. It's like this is going to be a ghost town, folks. I mean, these people, like I would get the hell out of there if I could. I think. Yeah. Um, right. You know, we ought to. You know, we'll see if we can get the X checker for a follow up on yeah. that to see what's oh, really and, going on. You know, and sadly, 
I, I shouldn't compare East Palestine with Lahaina, Hawaii, but yeah. guess who's going to get fixed? Of course, well, right. Hawaii will. Oh, of course, right. Yeah. I mean, because it, it's a tourist destination. I get yeah, yeah. it. And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's probably a poor well, example, but it's at the same time, it's not gonna, that place is worthy, not going to get brushed away. What your point is worthy of making. It's like they're not going to forget about a, a Hawaii. And, no. and, and you, there's probably an argument that you could say, well, there's more money there. There's more this there and there's sure. more of that there. But, but to the extent that people use this as a – use East Palestine as some sort of political platform against whatever or for whatever, now that, that cause is gone. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. Right. They, somebody's right. got to clean up the mess. Yeah. And, wasn't the last time, though, we heard no state was accepting any of that soil? Didn't I, it get uh, shut down? I thought – but maybe – I may be um, – yeah. Yes. Misremembering well, that because we were shipping it out kind of secretly, and all of a sudden Texas shut it down. Yeah, Another yeah. state shut down. Now that, that that's old that's old news though. Yeah, I just wonder if it's the same scenario that we, we don't we, we we don't know where the hell we're going to take this stuff. Well, Ohio Maybe. has always been like a dumping ground for other states. Yeah, I mean uh, New York City. I mean, I mean it's well known New York City would truck its um, its waste materials to Ohio by the train load. And, you know, because we would have vast open spaces and we, we were a little bit, um, you know, um, there's an industry in waste management. Sure. Let's face it. Sure. In yeah. Ohio, I hate to say, we were a leader in that industry. So. Yeah. But yeah, you could see, you know, that's kind of what killed uh, Jimmy Carter's breeder reactor uh, idea was there was going to be this storage center that handled nuclear uh, byproducts. And basically, no state would step up and 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 uh, and allow it to be uh, a you know in in their state. And so, you know, at some point, you know, it it these these kinds of things from a practical level have to happen. Mm-hmm. Somebody's right. got to handle it. Yeah, right. Yeah, the problem's exactly. got to get solved. Right. That's so, right. Yeah. We can't just leave this. So. Yeah. Right. Well, you heard the charity scam that was got busted for East Palestine. Marjorie Taylor Greene's 2020 campaign manager and two others agree to pay $50,000 for roles in East Palestine charity scam. So they're raising money to give to a food bank and they held on to most of the money. Wow. Yeah. That's just, that's is, like, uh, I, I hate, I hate, I think we talked, was it last week we were talking about this? I, I hate charities. I had not heard about that. I one. hate yeah. charities where the people, the face of the charities make all the money. Yeah. It just, it's so gross. Yeah. yeah. These, these guys. And that they, happened yeah. with the Dominican Republic and Haiti. There was some yeah. a music superstar guy. And I think he meant well, but whatever he set up, the the management, like he didn't oversee it very carefully. Yeah. And, and the management just kept the money. They just keep the yeah. money. Yeah. It was uh, Ohio Clean Water Fund. I remember that name. Ohio, For so the some Ohio reason, Clean Water Fund, they yeah, were taking they, money and it was all col- going right to the They collected yeah. 149000 uh, to give to the Second Harvest Food Bank of Mahoning Valley and mm. it only gave 10000 10, They pocketed it's, the rest. It's just insanity. Yeah, it's insanity, exactly. That's terrible. And you knew that was going to happen. It, 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 you knew it was. That's what all these, it's it, all just theater. It's I think all in, just yeah. political theater. I think just, in Maui, uh, the 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 thing that's going on now is since you know all those buildings are raised, mm-hmm. that uh, you know, like if you're, I don't, I'm not picking on Hyatt or you know or Holiday Inn or whoever, but you can imagine a big developer just saying to themselves, okay, basically now it's reverted back to nature. I'll just go in and you know lay down a you know for primo real estate, right? Right in front of the harbor. Can you imagine somebody just peeling off the, 
million dollar bills and waving it in these people's faces. Well, I think worse is going to be the government preventing preventing that. Right? No, no, no. That the government money subsidizing. That's what that's what upsets me. Is like the, the developers will come in and get super fat because they're going to get grants and government money and everything and FEMA checks. I I don't know. I'm guessing. I I, I well the governor. I I'm completely guessing. Yeah, you. I think so. The governor of of Hawaii is now. Um, he, he he has been saying that the state of Hawaii uh, made may basically through eminent domain basically take it take it you know because the, he wants to prevent develop he wants to prevent what he called mainlanders you know the other the yeah. other 40 Americans. you know what but that's <laughs> which but, is but, which but is that's fair though well it's wrong it it, it it's so both are wrong right yeah, I mean, so pre- yeah. so if if i own a restaurant there on the harbor and it burned to the ground and basically i'm out everything except the real estate what if I want to sell to a developer? The the state of Hawaii is now blocking that. Well, Hawaii, if they're going to take it with eminent, eminent domain, they're going to have to pay for it. So the question is yeah. going to be, what's the what's the delta? Could they have made more selling it through developers? And, and they're going to have eminent domain litigation with the state yeah. as to how much they're going to get. So if I lost my property or my property were destroyed, I should have an insurance check coming for the damage to rebuild it. And if the government wants to take my real estate, they've got to pay a fair market value for it. Yeah, um, you, you would think, right? For sure. And the, there's literally, I mean, look, this is going on in your burg, your little hamlet. Yeah, that's, that's um, interesting. The government is, uh, the, the government's taking people's land on roadways in order to make bigger roads for Intel. And they don't pay. And, uh, well, it, you know, I've, I've been called by a few people who are in litigation asking for good quality litigation property attorneys who can go fight. And you know, there's a you have to fight though. You can't if you take their money yeah. and if you take their offer and you think it's a good offer and they just come to, if somebody's knocking on your door, it's like a movie. You know, some some dude in a suit walking up offering you a big check. It's like it's you could probably get more. You could probably mm. get more. You and know, it's probably undervalued. So, so mm. Brett, I'm I'm mm. with you. I am mm. predisposed to be disgusted by vultures. Right, right. Who, who circle around uh, at devastation and take advantage of people, but on the other, you know, on the other hand, right. So, so you have this feeling like those people need to be protected. Okay, you know, on the other hand, right. If you take away property rights from people to handle their own yeah. situation, that's wrong, also. Yeah. So I, you know, well, em- eminent domains in the Constitution, right there. No, I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about people that that want to sell, like right now. Sure, oh, got gotcha. you. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Well, look, if, if so, then you'd get into court. So if I've got an offer mm-hmm. from a mainlander, yeah, right, who's going to pay ten million, and the government, the Hawaii state government, is offering me five million, I'm going to be in court saying, look. You're telling me it's only worth five million, but I have an offer for ten. Yeah. How are we going to reconcile this? Yeah. You know, the government can't do that, or at least I hope not. Well, this governor in Hawaii has put in a number of emergency orders, and for example, he will not let even insurance adjusters to these sites. You know, for them to verify, yes, this house burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. We're ready to cut a check, but you know, they Look, need. They the emergency's need to, over. Yeah, I mean, come on, man, let mm-hmm. them in there. You know, let mm. the, it, it's, it's like, there's some kind of government plan or obstruction afoot. And I guess we'll see how this develops. And I know Maui and that area is very coveted by that state, the state. I mean, it's, it, it's sad. 
Yeah, sure. It's beautiful. Right. It, you know, it will never be back to where it was. And it's just sure. a gorgeous piece of our country. Yes, sir. Gone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I could it's see where, for everybody. I could right. see where the emotions are coming in going, we have to protect this. We, have, we It can't yeah. be built into hotel after hotel after right. hotel and, and all this stuff. I get it. You write the check. Yeah. If, if the I government it, wants to but, take it, follow the eminent domain rules, right. write the check. Right. Yeah. Can, and can you imagine how the government would mismanage that? Well, that's the thing, too. Then you got the, it's a yin and a yang. What it's is like, the this government is good, doing but. in the real estate business? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. It sounds good, so, but. It sounds so good, but. Have yeah. either of you guys ever been there before? You know. I've never been to Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, we did it on, on uh, our honeymoon. You, so you've been. gorgeous. You've been to Lahaina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of ramshackle but kind of, it, it was old-fashioned fishing village yeah. motif beautiful and but, yeah. so the government would never duplicate that no I mean. it would, it, <laughs> because they're going to be influenced by outside it's now the government owns the money that they, they are not a developer no, no. so guess who yeah, they're so, gonna hire right the, the mainlanders come on in, well look it's going to be a grift it's, they're going to hire whoever gave them the, that's some, like 100 you think they're going right. to select the developers on the open market right of course no of course there's going to be not. some backdoor deal that goes on that's yes. just that's just the nature of government action yeah, yeah it, it, it was like key west or one of those you know like a, you know a mm-hmm. hundred year old bars it, it still and, had nostalgia that's right yeah. And yeah they can't put it back i mean yeah, no, you know no, how do you no. restore and and i wonder if a lot of those uh, natives, those that live there, may not sell. They want to be there. That's their yeah, home. Yeah. Yeah. Their their heritage is there. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of mixed. We will see mixed stuff going on. We yeah. will see. The uh, I thought you know there's a lot of federal stories. I don't know if you guys got any more Ohio stuff. I I'm ready to plow into. Some. Other than Larosa's uh, kick well, some kicked a campaign oh, manager oh, oh, off. Oh yeah, Frank. Yeah, yeah I did. I uh, thought you were talking about the pizza company. No, 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 no. <laughs> when he uh, uh, fired a, fired an advisor for jumping on Twitter uh, with anti-Trump remarks. Really? I don't blame him. He was no, in, no, he, I don't. It he just, was endorsed like, by Trump last he, time. He, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I got a problem with that. I got a problem. Look, I, I, well, know. I don't know. I got. I this well, is he's working a, for Frank, so. It's like, right. can I control what my, well, first of all, this is a public entity, so it's a little bit different. There's government action here. So, Oh, a, I don't know about that. You, you said campaign. Or did you say campaign a, or somebody that worked in the government? Worked, worked on Frank's uh, campaign. Well, if it's a campaign advisor, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all, all right, on the same page. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, on yeah, the I, same. I misunderstood that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So That's different. Yeah, for, for sure. For yeah, sure. Right. But so if somebody. I guess I'm looking at Frank's people going, you got to. Dumpster fire here, Frank. Right. So <laughs> issue I'll, one kind of bitch in the ass. I'll just you, and, you and, can't be on a campaign team, and uh, then and then uh, yeah, I don't care if it's pro Trump, against Trump, or any Trump. Yeah, it's like you got to toe the line for the campaign. <laughs> so you're hired. You're this is like right? a marketing person, pretty much uh, sending out messages contrary to the company you're working for. Yeah, yeah. like Bud Light girl. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, this. Yeah, right. yeah it's, it's like a, that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gone. So, so if, if I have an employee out there, I'm sure it blindsided him. I'm sure it did. But it's like, dude, you got a dumpster fire going on for your yeah. campaign right yeah. now if, if i've got employees <laughs> tweeting and texting and sending out messages that are contrary to my business interest they're gone they're gone they're oh, gone. for sure oh yeah there's there's bye no, bye yeah get a new job yeah instantly but anyway well, i, I, I thought this in. was uh you know with all the campaign um you know now everybody's an expert in campaign laws right because of the january 6 indictments and um but in the background while all this noise was going down you know, uh, that Sam Bankman Freed guy, the guy who had that, uh, what do you call it? That currency that's not really currency. The, oh, crypto, the crypto stuff? Okay. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Crypto, dude. Okay. So uh, Sam 
in the last, in, in the midterms, gave $39 million. Other than George Soros, he was the number two um, uh, donor to uh, the Democrats in the, uh, in the midterms. And, of course, that money wasn't his. I mean, that was part of the grift that, that Bankman-Fried is being prosecuted for, is taking company money and doing projects with it that were purely personal. Mm. And so he did that with $39 million. The FEC and uh, our uh, Merrick Garland uh, decided that they're not going to press charges on that, which blows me away. It's almost like... It's almost like this irony that, you know, like Hillary was being interviewed by Rachel uh, Maddow. And it, I mean, what a powder puff interview that was. Oh, oh and, and, and Hillary went on and on about how the indictments of Trump show that the, you know, the efforts to put Trump in jail show that the system's working and that, uh, you know, election denial should be, you know, a crime. It should be criminalized. And it's, I'm like, I mean, there, there are a hundred statements that she's made even to date about how she got ripped off and the election was stolen from her. Well, I don't know if you guys remember, but I, somebody brought it up. And sure enough, I do remember this now back in 2016 after the election, but before, you know, the, the votes were counted by whoever was, I think it was, um, Al gosh. Yeah. I think it was Al Gore, um, that, uh, Hillary's campaign or her backers were running ads with Hollywood people asking the electors to not to not vote in the process for Trump to switch their votes to Hillary. She she was on TV with spokespeople from Hollywood like, you know, you know, like Brad Pitt or people like that, you know, saying to the electors switch like you don't have to fight. Like there's no law that compels you to follow through on this vote for Trump for your state. Switch it to Hillary so that she can be president. We won't have Mr. Orange Man. Well, wait a minute. That's kind of like this debate that was happening in the White House with Trump and his lawyers, where some lawyers said this, some said that, and they they were strategizing. How, I don't know how that's a conspiracy when the other side was was doing it out in the open. Yeah, yeah. no, it's and look, just go back. If this is RICO, so the the latest indictment is a RICO indictment against Trump, and that's engaging in pattern, or you know, how we call it, engaging in pattern of corrupt activity or racketeering influence and corrupt the one organizations. In George, the, the one, one in Georgia. Georgia, yeah. And you know what that is is like a, I mean, that's a mishmash. Anybody who wants to get confused, go read that law. But uh, if 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 there weren't the same thing going on the day after or even before Trump was elected by the Russia hoax and this collusion that was happening. I don't know what else. I mean, and and look, this is not to say that Trump did or didn't do anything, but it is to say that it reeks of political targeting and using DOJ and various state departments of justice to target your political enemy. And and that scares the crap out of me, guys. I mean, that, that scares the crap out of me. Oh yeah. Because, Look, if somebody did something wrong, they don't get a pass, but at least make the case against everybody else too. And if you don't, then you better be able to have a good explanation other than we just don't like this guy or he's just really, really bad. So we didn't go after you guys. We went yeah. after him. I mean, the, the the Hillary stuff, the irony of the Hillary mess is that that stinks. I mean, that still smells like rotten eggs and it's been five years or seven years. Right. She's still whining about it. And it's like, well, wait a minute. 
You denied the election results, lady. Uh, hundreds of times. Hundreds on TV, of times. In books. Right. I mean, on. And not only denied it, tried, tried to influence it. With in, those TV ads. With those, right. It, it, it's I mean, utter be insanity. It's and utter then, insanity. It's, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it's, I, as I had to look this up, I mean, can electors do that? I mean, I, mean, I guess you, you can. According to history, 165 electors have not cast their votes for president or vice president as prescribed by the legislature of the state they represented. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Dems did that against Trump. I forget how many didn't vote, yeah, but there, so, there was a handful that would not, the did, electoral college, they would not vote the electoral college. That's yeah. exactly what uh, all these people so got can, chastised for Trump doing. Yeah. Doing so, the I same mean, thing it, Trump it is possible. Well, it can so be when, done. But so when Mike Pence. It's usually Pyrrhic, though. It's usually Pyrrhic. Yeah. So yeah. It's like a, I'm not doing it. Yeah, right, right. right. But when, when Mike Pence, so I wrote you guys a little memo. It basically pounded my chest. I was right. You know, <laughs> and I'm not saying you guys said that I was wrong. I'm, di- I'm just saying, you know, I was really strong on the idea mm-hmm. that when Mike Pence pounds his chest and claims that it's all very clear what the vice president's supposed to do. Actually, there's an 1847 law, an 1895 law, a 2017 law, and a 2021 law passed right after the Trump uh, uh, and Biden uh, campaign because Congress felt the need to try to clarify what the vice president's role is. And so it's a colorable claim that it's a little murky, it's a little unclear, exactly how the mechanics of the Constitution are supposed to work. And Congress passes law laws all the time explaining how it interprets the Constitution, and then the Supreme Court passes on it, and we move forward. And I think, even though I think his advice was incorrect, and I think Trump's concept was incorrect, I think he had every right to explore it. And to and to flesh it out, and to and to dis, you know, and to discuss it, and to get legal advice, and to call the governor of uh, of Georgia, and, and and call around and see if there wasn't a way to drum up more votes or sway electors. It's the same stuff the well, other side I, does. But that's not exactly what he was doing. He wasn't even doing that. I, look, if I'm defending Trump, he didn't even go that far. You're right. Uh, what uh, you know, if you listen to the tapes of those calls to Georgia, what he's like, Trump is operating. At that point, right or wrong, he's operating at that point on that telephone call as if there were fraudulent votes. That's right. Not counted or vo- or votes not counted. And if you start with that premise, then it basically um, negates any criminal intent. Sure. So what he's saying is, go. Fi- I only need this many votes. Right. I know you've got more than that that weren't counted or were otherwise fraudulent. Go find them. That's he, right. Now that's different than saying go uh, invent, f- go invent some fraudulent yeah, right, votes. Right. Those are two different. Dis- that's th- right. Those those are very distinct things. Now, if it's the first way, there is absolutely zero crime in that. It's it. Look, it was like a lot of stuff. It is. It was uh, poorly worded, perhaps, and you know he's a bull in a china shop when and, it comes to that stuff. And, yes, he, right. is. he yes, is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But yeah. it wasn't yeah. like that's not a crime. That's not a crime. That's not a crime. Yeah. And you know if he if he believes that there that there were fraudulent votes or not counted, and there probably were. Now maybe not enough, but what he's saying is go count them and find it. I need this many, and this gets the this changes the election. I need this, and he's he's like he's it's not saying stop at that many, but this is all I need. Go find him. If you're on my side, you're going to go ferret out this fraud that you know exists. And that's not saying go uh, invent or create or overturn an election that doesn't have any basis to be overturned. That's saying there is a basis to overturn it. Help me do it. 
And those are two different things. And we saw that video from Fulton County, which is, you know, Atlanta. We saw that video from 2000 Mules where these carriers were, instead of dumping their bag of votes at one voting, uh, you know, drop off box, they would, they had geolocational data from their cell phones where that same carrier would buzz around to 25 other locations that same night. It's fishy stuff, man. It's, hey, come on. And here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, if I am on a legal team defending one of these defendants, I am going to use something, uh, one of the most important rights that we have under the Sixth Amendment. It's called compulsory process. I am subpoenaing all sorts of things, all sorts of records, all sorts of documents. I am gathering information because now the defense is, I believed that there were fraudulent votes and I get to prove why I believe that. And, you know, this is like, it's sort of like defamation. Truth is a defense. So now it opens up for the defense, the not only ability, but the constitutional right to gather information to verify this stuff. And people in politics, this prosecutor down there, this is a political prosecution. If she were here, I would tell her to her face, this is a political prosecution, shame on you, making a RICO case out of this nonsense, shame on you. Yeah. But guess what? 18 people, right? Go forward, yeah. Yeah. Move forward at your peril, because now you're going to pick the scab and you're going to have to get to the rot. You're going to have to get there, because all of a sudden, what you have buried heretofore is now going to get exposed. So if there is a hint of, of fraud, yeah. it's coming out. And it's coming out because you opened up the door. And it's going to, you know, so... Chain, uh, chain of custody issues, all kinds all of things. All sorts of stuff. Mm. It's all coming out. That's and you may still out. lose the case on the defense side, but I am scorching the earth if I'm on this case. I am scorching the freaking earth, and I'm going right. to find out everything there is to find out. And nobody can stop me because I got subpoena power. And it'll be well after the election. It'll be well after the election. But this is the thing. This is what I told Jay, the exchequer. I said, listen, the legal system is far from perfect, and it certainly doesn't work quickly, probably for good reason. But it does work. It's like this glacier that keeps moving forward. Mm-hmm. And eventually it catches up. And we're seeing it. Yeah. We're starting to see it. We're st- it's, it's uncovered all sorts of crap on COVID. It's uncovered all sorts of crap yeah. on, the on only- Hunter Biden. It's like it's slowly emerging through litigation that this crap is bs the only the only thing in this case when you talk about election law right is the the indictment itself right is the punishment that's so so you know uh, jack smith can fail this uh, uh fanny uh, forget her last name lady in uh, the prosecutor in georgia she can fail all of these people can fail in the final, you know, legal bit of this process. But during the pendency of this election, they are, this is election interference in and of itself to yeah. do these indictments. It, 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 you're correct, right? right? So what they are trying to prevent, they are doing. So don't tell me that this, and, and, and here's the other thing I keep hearing is like, they, they keep talking to make your point of, Say I'm not very eloquent today, but uh, but it, it, you keep hearing this notion of speedy trial. You know, the public deserves a speedy trial. So um, to punctuate your point even more so, Norm, they're saying we want this done like now. So we're going to take a guy. We're going to indict him on uh, with 18 others on a RICO case. That in in any look, I have I have a federal murder case right now, and I've had the case for over a year, and it's now set for trial in January, and that may even get continued. You know, it's like. You don't get into federal court with 18 defendants and expect it to go in three months. 
or six months. It, it's it's insanity, yeah. particularly when the guy you've charged is also facing indictments that predate yours in three other jurisdictions. You know, you, you can't do that. And so it's not the public's right to a speedy trial. It's Trump's right to a speedy trial. It's every defendant's right to a speedy trial. They have the right, not you. And, you know, that's how this works. And I get to waive that right if I want to. I can waive it. I don't have to have it. So the idea of the right to speedy trial was to prevent the government from sticking you in jail and, and holding you there without any sort of uh, due process. So you have a right to a speedy and public trial. They can't just they can't just bury you in Cuba, right? So yeah. everybody was all over it then. Um, right. so they can't do it. They just can't do that. So the idea that this is a public's right to a speedy trial, like I hear these AUSAs mm-hmm. talking like this, and these prosecutors, we have a right to a speedy trial. Will you all have a right? It's like, no, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Trump has a right to a speedy trial right. and it's his choice whether he wants to exercise it. Yeah. And he also has a right to defend himself. He has a right to counsel. He has a right to prepare and present a meaningful defense to the crimes charged. It's called in Ray Winship. It's been around forever there. It's like this goes back, folks, to like our founding of our country. Um, and the due process clause says that we have a right to have an opportunity to defend ourselves and putting a guy under the gun in five different or four different jurisdictions or five different jurisdictions, making him go to trial back to back to back to back to back to back to back is nothing short of the government violating his right to present a defense. And anybody who sees this otherwise, just because you hate Trump, shame on you. Yeah. Because next time it's your buddy or it's your uncle or it's your dad or it's you. And if you think you're going to give up the right for just because you hate Trump and you're cool with it, well, guess what? Like I always say, the devil sooner or later turns around on you and there are no protections left. And I like your point of of that speedy trial doesn't really necessarily unfold all the problems here. Let's let it sift out. If it takes a couple of years, we may all learn something from this. We may all learn a thing or two, right? I don't know whether it's pro-Trump or against Trump, whatever. We may learn and let's don't repeat this crap. Right. Let's let's don't repeat it. Let's let Taylor take its course. If I'm defending Trump or any one of these guys charged in Georgia, I'm, I'm right now meeting with my team saying, all right, we need this public records request. We need this subpoena. We're going to have to file motions to compel this information, this information, and this information. And by the way, the case I'm talking about in Toledo, it's like we're now just now getting discovery dumps. So we're still getting stuff from the government. I'm not blaming them. I'm not going to say that they're doing it on purpose. But this crap takes time. Yeah, this baby case, uh, we talked about yeah, this uh, federal case. That death of the baby was 2018. Yeah. It's 2023. It they got time. their verdict. Yeah. It takes time. So if I'm sending out all these things and then now I'm going to get um, – motions to quash my subpoenas. So that's going to take what, three or four, five, six months to, to litigate that crap. Yeah. And then we got to go into court, have hearings, have win, win or lose the motion to quash. Judges will have to review records in camera. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of crap that has to happen. I think I'm Mar- waiting on Mar- expert reports from a guy in Minnesota right now who's backed up. Wow. So he can't get to me. I, I reached him, reached out to him two months ago. He can't yeah. get to it till this fall. Hmm. And so should I like in the, if, what if the judge says, no, I don't care about your experts. You got to go to trial. That's not a fair defense. No, that's an appeal, right. probably an appeal, a basis for an appeal, it's a right? Constitutional there. violation. Yeah. Like and Mark Trump Met- has constitutional rights. So Trump's uh, chief of staff at the time. So he's OTJ. He's on the job, right? He's not part of the Trump campaign, but as chief of staff, as a public employee, he has the right to what I'm hearing from Dershowitz and other experts, a federal employee on the job has the right to have this case removed to federal court and Mm -hmm. Mark Meadows is doing that. So he's just one of the 18 people. There's going to be all these various, you know, some defendants have different defenses and different uh, theories of, 
of innocence than others. Well, and don't discount the importance of moving this to federal court because you know what it changes. The number one thing that changes is the jury pool. So Hmm. federal district courts, like in Ohio, in our eastern or southern district, eastern division, the jury pool will go all the way down to southern Ohio. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. Okay. So in Franklin County, though, if I have a trial, it's Franklin County. It's mostly Columbus jurors. So in Fulton County, Georgia, it's like he's going to get a whole different trial than he would if he's getting uh, the rural Georgia jurors coming up. That's a game changer. Game changer. So so I always ask this. You know, you hate to you hate to use this logic, but it's it's a it's a poignant way to point out logical flaws in people's arguments. Like, why are you objecting to this, or why don't you, uh, you know, why do you want this? It's like because they don't, right? So, so figure out why they don't. Yeah. Like, why does this prosecutor care if it gets removed to federal court unless she knows she's got a a homer jury ready to rock and roll on her behalf? And if she can't prove her case to all the Georgia citizens and is unwilling to try, well, then shame on her. Yeah, boy, great! Wow, that's a great, yeah, great insight there. Yeah, it is. That's that's, um, a, that's a great breakdown. There's some there's some crazy <laughs> one, yeah. some, there's some crazy spending going on. I I just thought this would be interesting to bring up these two things. So a couple of recent moves by the White House. Um, you, we, we've heard about these uh, prisoners that Iran had, uh, five of them, and secretly without any. You know, apparently without any sort of uh, authorization or, or a pre-announcement, $5 billion from the White House being given to Iran uh, in order to get them to release five prisoners, so $1 billion per prisoner. Um, and a lot of people are saying, just like, you know, we talk about, you always get more of what you pay for. That's a Thomas Sowell, you know. You know, if, if you set the pattern that you're going to pay for prisoners, I mean, it incentivizes terrorist states to take more prisoners. I thought, I thought we took a stand and we don't do that stuff. Yeah, well, we do. <laughs> so, Jeez. Yeah, so $5 billion. I, I, mean, I, I hate to put a price tag on anybody's life. I mean, right. everybody's worth much more than that. But we're going to get we're going to get more of these uh, citizens getting kidnapped. You know, some of them, I think, were journalists and they claimed that they were CIA agents. You know, one guy's a reporter, for, I think, for the New York Times. He's been there since 2018. You know, these kinds of things. And, and you're just, yeah. You know, well, and, and also that money's worth, that, that, that money's nothing to Iran, correct? I mean, it's the point. Well, it's, you paid. Look, why are we paying? You know, look. think about it. If you think about it. it, it's, it, it you know, it, God it, bless Jimmy Carter. He, did, he, he launched a military mission, you know, to get the embassy mm-hmm. employees back. You know, it, it, it's not his fault it failed. Right. right. You no. know, it was weather and equipment stuff broke down and whatever. But the original special forces, that was their very first mission, actually, yeah. was that mission. Okay. And uh, I mean, that was a debacle of the highest order. That was, it was a terrible, you, you had a couple of planes in this sandstorm hit mm-hmm. each other. And yeah, it was, it, you know, but. That was like the nails in the coffin of a completely but, failed administration. But to Brett's yeah. point, th- back then, we did not give money for kidnapped Americans. We, no, that's war. We, that's right. That's, that's war. Right. That's yeah, look, and and that's Reagan an knew that war. was war, and that's, that's why right. those hostages were released the day. That's right. He he uh, was and, was it was, was like the day after he was inaugurated or whatever it was, it like was in January, yeah, or, or yeah, I mean, after, soon right. after. So yep. I go on vacation to Egypt. I get captured by I don't know the Muslim Brotherhood or something. You know, yeah, sure. I want to be released. My boys would want me to be released right. and all. So you release them, or we're going to 
absolutely level your country. Right. You've, you, this is an attack on our country. Right. Release them or else. We'll hunt you down. We a hellfire missile will and hit end your, your life. And we're going to do it with a drone strike yeah. and nobody else is going to be hurt. It's like, so here's your choice, man. Die or give us our people back. That's right. You're not going to get a billion dollars. You can dollars. say that we're American bullies. And I say, yes, we are. Because right. at least at least we can <laughs> wield that power without kidnapping other people's citizens. And put yourself in that prisoner's situation. Right. These are our people. Do folks. you want to come back or you want to be right. tortured for years Look, and yeah. maybe maybe you can make an argument about whether somebody's in the game so to speak. it's like in the mafia like oh he's in the game he's gonna you know he's at risk for getting killed but you know maybe they're spies or maybe they're not spies. i don't know but yeah you know to the extent that other uh, that are ad- adversaries i'll say yeah you know, so even if you don't want to go to enemy yeah but to the extent our adversaries have our citizens and are holding them hostage it's like Game over, dude. Yeah, like that guy from Ohio that North Korea had. Yeah. And they gave us him back half dead. Right. And he did die. It, it, this and, is, And he stole a poster, right? Yeah. He took a poster off a wall right. as and, a souvenir. And, and where's the media on this? Honest to God. Like, where's the media on this? Mm-hmm. And even our basketball player in Russia, it's like, I don't care what she touts or what she doesn't tout. Give her back. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Give yeah. her back. Yeah. yeah. And as I recall, we paid something to get her back too. Well, there was a, there was a there was a bargain struck. Oh yeah, I think yeah. We yeah. Paid back some one of their people. Oh, the Dogs of War guy, the guy that the, the guy yeah. they the Nick Cage movie. Yeah, we we gave mm-hmm. them that guy we, back. Yeah, we gave them like we had a basketball player who tried to go into the Soviet Union with marijuana. Yeah, CBD or something. Right. right. Yes. Right. Like personal use amounts. Right. And and they put her in some you know gulag in in Russia. And uh, th- that's not a trade, right? And give they, her back. And they got back an arms trafficker. Yeah, give her back. <laughs> yeah, give that her was back. A, that was an. Even- like, what's the incentive? Like, all right, we're just going to start taking American citizens and put them in jail because look what happens. Look at the. Look well, at you ever notice bargaining is? You ever notice in the Middle East they never kidnap uh, Russian uh, officials or because it's war. It's an well, act of war. Well, because Putin. I mean, he's right. No, Putin's he's, not going to tolerate. that. Oh, he's known to assassinate. Like you take his people. It, like for every, uh, I'm not suggesting he's always right, but the no. point is, is like if you come out weak, you're going to be treated as you're weak. That's right. You, yeah. like so we're we, going to get we're going to get more of this. We I mean, have to flex our muscle in the state in the world in the state of the world on the on because look, I mean, you can say why are you guys right? Why are you right? Because we are. You know, we're better. You know, we we try, we have we have wielded this power not perfectly, but uh, if we don't, somebody else will, and that's the problem. The vacuum's getting full, folks, and your little utopian version of this. That uh, that China won't uh, it won't come in and do bad stuff. It's like you're living in la la land. Oh yeah. Right. Well, uh, it, it, another spending. Um, here we go. Uh, a, a couple weeks back, we we had so many other things we were talking about, but I don't want to let this get by. Twenty one billion more dollars uh, promised by Biden to Ukraine. Uh, 21 billion, and it breaks down to 13 billion for military aid. And this is just through the end of 2023. So yeah. this is 21 billion for the next six months, and then you know 2024 starts. That's a fresh slate. So it's 13 billion for military and 8 billion for humanitarian assistance. Yeah, which we know when when you okay. So when it, it this is like World War II classic stuff. When you deny food and butter and bread and whatever to the civilians, I mean, even General Grant knew this in, in the Civil War. In a total war situation, if you, if you give humanitarian aid, that means 
Ukraine can spend more on military. I mean, it's it's the same thing. Yes, twenty one billion dollars. It's, it's a shift it's all of dollars. Right. It's, it's all, all mil- a shell game yeah. of dollars. That's right. right. So right. to call it humanitarian, come on, it's just such nonsense. But I mean, it's the never ending war, and I think yeah. we're now approaching one trillion dollars. Yeah, it's be- look, it, it, it's it, forecasted. It, I think it was Mike Ditka of all people. And I don't always live this way, but I try. This this is this reminds me of of a saying, Ed, which is like you tolerate what you or you endure what you tolerate, and you know there there's that's a very uh, yeah. insightful quote. So if you're done tolerating this, if if Biden or the if we don't want this anymore, then step in and end it, one way or another. Like yeah. in it, the more you let it go, the more out of control it gets. I mean, this is so it's it's like any other logical problem. Like if you if you don't pull your weeds when you see them, they're going to take over. Yes, and it's like half measures aren't going to get it done. It's going to take over. It's going to get out of control, and you're going to have to endure it because you've tolerated it. This war, this Ukraine war, is starting to feel like a military industrial complex, like bonanza. Mm-hmm. They are testing AI. That's, a good, that's an interesting thought. Like mm. what's the like? Who's making money? They are testing AI. And, and various kinds of like sea drones that, that you know, unmanned uh, boats, you know, essentially torpedoes, but they're operated through artificial intelligence. And I believe that the first strike ever by a, an AI guided aircraft occurred during this war, just like last month. Interesting. Yeah, it was at a. Uh, in, in, and, yes, it, yes. Where, where, and it was our technology. Ukraine sent it to Russia, right? Like we, yes. And so it, it, it's alleged that that's U.S. Right. AI military technology, and we're basically beta testing during this war. Like, like we're the, the Pentagon and the industrial complex. You know, all the big manufacturers in America, and I'm sure in Israel and Germany and France and England. This is a way for them to test out stuff while they're, quote, giving aid to Ukraine. So no incentive to end this at no. all, then. No, it's a bonanza, man. Yeah. No. no. it's In people. fact, a, count, a contra-incentive. Contra-incentive. Right. This so. is, you ever read the, the House <sighs> of Krupp by William Manchester? Uh-huh. Great book. And it's basically how World War I, the tre- and this is trench warfare now in Ukraine, but it's basically how the... You know the makers of all those big super cannons in World War One, and the makers of the the new then new in World War One machine guns, right? Yeah. The Maxim machine gun, you know John Browning's guns, and the BAR, and all this technology. Um, it was a bonanza back then, and the the whole point of the book is, even though Germany lost the war, the the Krupp Corporation in Germany. I mean, it just, it, 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 it grew exponentially to become like a, a super corporation around the world to where before World War II started, various companies in England and Germany were actually selling arms to their enemies that they were going to fight in a couple of years. Like, yeah. like England was buying, England was buying uh, scopes and, and, and uh, sites for their aircraft from Germany. Right before World War II. Jeez. Yeah. So, like, behind the scenes. And I I know this is its its own industry. I I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like, it's all about making money. And and you you wonder, well, where's the patriotism? Well, wait, when you wave a dollar in somebody's face, their patriotism starts to fade a little. It does. And it's like, well, what, I guess if I don't sell this 
whatever the object is, well, somebody else will, you know, so, so using that as an excuse, you, you know. Yeah. 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 I get Yeah. It just, just, it's mind boggling that this whole thing is turning into a a war experiment that, okay, we're now into going on two years. We're, we're past the point of like, it's really going to resolve. So let's experiment a little bit. Well, even Biden said that we're now running low on our artillery uh, supplies so even Biden said, you know, we're low on shells. So somebody's going to make new artillery shells, right? And we're yeah. talking millions and millions of those shells. So and who is and, that organization? How much money do they give? Right. That's and, right. And, and, yeah. and you're hearing no efforts to try to bring these two countries together to talk. None. Because None. Look, None. There, there, look, there's always a reason for – it's like the Thomas Sowell. It's like there's always – like there's a reason here. And I, I, I hesitate to – look, incompetence could explain this to some extent – but money and power and ego usually are behind a lot of this yeah, stuff too. So, yeah. well, look, guys, I got to wrap it up. I got to get to court. Believe it or not, I do have another job other than Common Sense Ohio. But that could all change if you just want to become a sponsor and start uh, uh, getting your message out while we get our message out. So, if you want to have a common sense message about your business, about what you do for a living, your service that you provide, the goods that you sell, or if you want to sponsor my race car, or if you want to sponsor Norm's <laughs> race car, you want your picture, your pretty picture on Norm's trunk. Well, you know, you well, know what to do. Well, the car that sounded weird. Yeah, the, uh, the car. I was going to say on the, Norm's uh, uh, backside, uh, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? If it's enough money. <laughs> I'll tattoo your face sure. on my back. I would put backside. Monsanto's logo or British Petroleum right on each butt <laughs> cheek. All you have to do is just check us out at Common Sense Ohio, Common Sense Ohio Show.com, Common Sense Ohio Show.com, Common Sense Ohio Show.com. Like, share, subscribe. Believe me, it's worth it. My son, of all people, this is catching on up in Bowling Green. Our podcast is spreading like wildfire. Sweet. Get in at the ground floor. What's that get you? Well, it's not like you're going to make any money other than he's going to learn a little bit of common sense. It's going to get you in the know. And you can say in two years, I've been listening to those guys since they started. Trust me, they're awesome. So with that, we are coming at you right from the middle each and every week, at least until now.